0: A&P, the podcast focused on anatomy and physiology instructors and the success of students in the AMP course. It's been a while since we've had a student on the podcast, so I'm very much looking forward to this interview we have today. First, I'm Valerie Kramer, the marketing manager for AMP here at McGraw Hill, and I'm here to introduce Ryan Denault, who is a student in New York. Welcome, Ryan.
1: Thank you, Valerie. I'm very excited to be on my first podcast today, and I really appreciate you for having me on.
0: Absolutely. Awesome. Now, Ryan is also a student ambassador for McGraw-Hill. Can you just tell us quickly a little bit about what that is and what you've done on campus so far as a student ambassador?
1: Yeah, so as a student ambassador, well, with my focus, it's with anatomy and physiology. So I've been helping like other of my friends get to know the APR and using Connect to help them like learn more. And I've also talked to my instructor a lot about it. And just help her know that I'm always there if she ever needs a student's help. Oh, that's awesome.
0: So before we even go into all of those tools and stuff, um, let's hear your story, Ryan. Tell us about your school and your major.
1: So I go to college at SUNY Cortland. It is um, not a small, but like a medium-sized state university in Cortland, New York, which is in like the middle of it. I am currently a junior and I was an exercise science major, but I'm changing that to fitness development right now.
0: Oh, so what made you choose the major that you did?
1: So I originally went into college, wanting to be an athletic trainer because I was really into sports. And then I took an introduction to kinesiology class and then I wanted to be a a physical therapist. And then during the pandemic, I got more into working out and I didn't really want to do physical therapy. So I changed it to fitness development, which helps me be more in the gym as a personal trainer. And I'm hopefully going to make my own gym when I'm older. Oh, I love
0: that. Oh, I guarantee we'll have to talk with you again in the future when you open your own gym so you can give us some tips, especially after COVID. We all need a little gym action. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. So what has been your favorite part of your coursework so far? Has it been difficult? What have been some of the challenges?
1: Um, My challenges is not really the classes I'm in, but like all the classes together because they're very heavy on science. But I seem to balance it well because I feel like as like a science major, a lot of these classes like go with each other. So one thing I'm learning in one class, I'm also learning in another class, maybe more in depth, maybe not as much in depth, but that really, I like that part of it. But then there's other classes like writing, which is not my specialty, (laughs) which um, I seem to struggle in.
0: Well, yes, I guess it's always important. you have to be writing
1: those workouts for people one day. But what has been your favorite part? Uh, um, My favorite part is honestly meeting other classmates and helping, like, share experiences and pushing each other to, like, get good grades.
0: Oh, yeah, that's so important. So like many other students in your shoes, you've had to take in, or maybe I should say you get to take anatomy and physiology. So what was that course like for you? Um, I'm sure it was fun, but... What else, what has been, how was it developed at at SUNY Cortland and and tell us about how you learned there.
1: So it all started senior year of high school when I wanted to take an anatomy class. Actually, no, it started in middle school when I had to dissect a pig and all these high schoolers came into our class and I, I thought this was fascinating. They were like, oh, you gotta take anatomy in high school. And I'm like, okay. And then senior year came around and I took anatomy. And it was with one of my, honestly, my favorite teacher ever, Mr. Marco, great guy. He taught me a lot about it. And even though I struggled at times, he just pushed me forward and I got to dissect cats. And it's funny because that year I also got to go to the middle school and teach those kids about how to dissect pigs and they loved it. So I'm glad I got to do that. And then I had to go into college and take anatomy and everyone was like, oh, that's going to be such a hard class. But I loved every second of it learning about that stuff is fascinating.
0: Yes. Oh, awesome. I know. And it's, it's not like uh, you're learning about something that's abstract. You, we all learn, we have muscles, we have arms, right? So it's, it's pretty cool to be able to apply that. So uh, how did you, you, your shout out to your teacher, how did your instructor in college keep you engaged in the content? In a and there's so much to cover and, and you have to learn how to apply it. So how did, what tools did they integrate and keep you engaged?
1: Yeah, so um, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we'd have a lecture and we'd also have a lab every week with that. And on the labs, it would basically be like an overview of the APR and we'd have to go into the program, understand the muscles or whatever we were learning that week. And then for the lecture, she would assign us homework on Connect and doing those homeworks were really helpful because you would do them, and they weren't really graded, so there wasn't pressure on it, but I used to go back before the exam and study those questions, and I'd find questions on the exam similar to those, so that would really help me with that.
0: Good, so were those assignments high stakes, or were they just graded um, pretty low stakes, more like practice?
1: They were low stake, like small homework assignments, sometimes even for extra credit, because it's like for most science classes, very heavy exam based. So (laughs) those exams are really the majority of the grade. Yes, you got to practice for those exams. So that's
0: great. So you mentioned APR, anatomy and physiology revealed. So you use the dissection portion. Did you use any other of the animations or uh, other things that are in APR that you really liked?
1: I like the videos and having to watch these videos and then answering the questions on the videos. But besides that, I just really like being able to dissect the human in front of me, especially because I was studying um, virtually for when I was taking it and I couldn't have a lab in front of me. So to be able to have that on my computer right in front of me was so helpful and a good learning experience overall.
0: Yes. Oh, that's great. So okay, so let's talk about the pandemic a little bit. You were in a very unique situation. Um, during the time you were in the course. So what do you think made it better, or perhaps more challenging with the pandemic happening simultaneously?
1: So I took anatomy and physiology one uh, spring, 2020. So that transition, like first was not good, but you learn to adapt to it. Thank God I had like everything in front of me virtually. So for spring of 2020, It was very confusing because a lot of people didn't know what was going on, whether we were going to go back to college or not. So that was that. And then we went into fall of 2020 when we had a better grasp of knowing that we were going to be virtual and that's how everything was going to be. And it was perfectly okay because everything, like I had the APR program, I had Connect and I had Blackboard to help me out through everything.
0: Oh, perfect. Yes. So there's a lot of uh, stories that we're hearing that, It was hard, but you're right. You you as students, you're pretty resilient. You find a way to make it all work, so that's good. So figure it out. Yes, that's right. So in A and P, what was some of the most difficult concepts that you can remember, Uh, and how did you ultimately learn it? How did how did you use the tools to learn it?
1: So my two hardest concepts were bones, but not the bones itself. More like the processes and everything on the bones. And then also with the muscles and the origins, actions and insertions, those were quite difficult to understand. And just studying nonstop, looking at like everything I was given, using APR too, because it shows you the muscle. And those are also the images used on our exam. So to be able to use that and then be like, oh, that was on APR. To be able to draw that connection is very helpful.
0: Oh, good. So how about for advice for future students? You mentioned you were studying a lot. Um, for students in your shoes, what advice would you
1: give them? Find the way that works best for you. If it's not working, find what isn't working and change that. And also just stay like talking to your teachers, stay talking to your classmates. You're not, We're all on the same boat at the end of the day. We're all trying to push each other to greatness.
0: Oh, that's great. So did your instructor... Um, did you go to office hours? Did your instructor, do you know, use like the reports from Connect to, to see how you were doing and how you were progressing?
1: Yeah, she did actually use those. I have never really been a fan of office hours because I usually just find my own way. And, but I'm a big emailer. So I used mm-hmm. to email my teacher a lot and we'd actually like have a connection over just talking over the email all these times. And then sometimes you stay at later when it was like online lecture and just ask her any questions you needed.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I was gonna say you probably didn't have in-person
1: office hours with being off campus. That that was like a very confusing thing for me to grasp. (laughs) Online office hours. Yes,
0: oh gosh. So how about ideas for instructors that are listening? What would, any advice that you would share for them?
1: Understand that students struggle they go through things, just, just be there for them, honestly. That's the best advice I could get.
0: Oh, that's good advice. And I think just uh, being able to share with you some of the t- tools too. I mean, of course, uh, we are McGraw-Hill and we have these tools. So maybe implementing the tools in a way like you mentioned, where you connect the dots in your exam and your studying.
1: Exactly. If you use those tools, so- it, just, it makes it even better.
0: Yes, good. So I guess I'm going to kind of go back here for just a second about lab. When you never had an in-person lab when you took AMP1 or
1: AMP2, correct? Uh, That is correct. I did have lab for like the smallest time, but I don't really remember anything on that.
0: (laughs) And was that, um, did they use models in the lab, the anatomical model?
1: Models for different parts of the body and a lot of like interactive ones
0: interesting yes so some schools will actually have you know a cadaver that they're dissecting in lab Uh, but most schools you'll find that they're using those anatomical models which are in apr now they may not i don't think they were there when you took the course they just were added uh in the last last few months to a year so that's awesome (laughs) okay so ryan this is always insightful to hear from students um we get to talk to instructors on the daily basis, but students are where we see our work actually happen. And it's just awesome. We all love what we do, both us at McGraw Hill and instructors across the country to make a difference. So uh, we're very grateful for you. Any last words you'd like to share with us um, as publishers and as instructors uh, who get to ultimately teach you as students?
1: Just understand that, Students gotta understand teachers wanna deliver them good content at the end of the day and go with their program. And the teachers also just have to understand that we're all students. We're just trying to get by, do well in our class. It brings us
0: to what's really important too from uh, the McGraw Hill side of things is we want the tools to be as easy and user friendly as we possibly can. Do you feel that some of the tools that you've had in A&P have been that way?
1: Oh, definitely. It's just having tools that are like interactive and understanding is honestly what helps you learn and makes you enjoy learning. And that's that's also very important to enjoy what you're learning, because if you're not enjoying it, why are you why are you bothering doing it?
0: Exactly. Well, and, and hopefully, well, we know you're going to reach your goals because you're already applying a lot of the things that you've learned Well, that's awesome. So what a pleasure to talk with you, Ryan. And it's, again, so great to hear the student perspective again on our podcast, especially in the wake of the pandemic, which changes a lot of uh, stories that we've heard. So congratulations on your education journey so far. And we wish you the best and I cannot wait to hear about, uh, your fitness journey and, and how you apply all of that anatomy and kinesiology in the future. We appreciate you listening to this episode of Succeed in AMP. Hey, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite podcast app for more AMP teaching inspiration.